When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are at the end of June. Hope everyone's uh, first week into the second half of the year has started well. Again, we are so excited here at Sustainable Success to be part of now the Voice America Business Channel. And again, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media media platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. Again, an opportunity to rekindle either old relationships or meet new people for the first time. We highly encourage you to check them out. This is a membership program. It takes all the noise out of social media and creative ways to really connect and share content that can build authentic, generative relationships and perhaps might lead to your next job or next job opportunity. Again, check them out as they offer a wide array of different membership programs that you would normally not find to the general public. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. If you are new to Sustainable Success, again, we just moved recently since the end of April over to the business channel where we came over from Voice America Influencers. And again, we are so proud to be part of the business channel and allows us to do a lot more great things than we were doing before to help serve you and take your level of influence in business to the next level. Today's show is going to be really spectacular. I'm looking forward to who we're going to be talking to today, somebody I personally know. We're going to be talking about the convergence of Lyme disease and sales success. And yeah, people might say, well, what is Lyme disease and and sales success have in common? Well, you're going to find out. We're going to be talking to Fred Diamond. He is the host and producer of the award-winning Sales Game Changers podcast and is the co-founder of the Institute for Excellence in Sales. He is also an advocate for Lyme disease treatment and is a frequent article contributor to LymeDisease.org. His books, Love, Hope, Lyme, What Family Members, Partners, and Friends Who Love a Chronic Lyme Survivor Need to Know, and Insights for Sale Game Changers, Lessons from the Most Important Sales Leaders on the Planet. Again, these books are available on Amazon, and you're going to learn more about how you can get your hands on both of them here later today in the show. And without further ado, we welcome Fred Diamond to the show. Fred, how are you doing today? Chris, it's great to see. I'm thrilled to be here. I should say I'm great to hear for great to hear from you. So uh, I'm excited to to talk. I've been following you for a long time, as you know, and uh, I'm really looking forward to what we're going to be talking about. Absolutely, same here, Fred. I know you've done so many great things in helping not only uh, sales professionals, particularly women, and all the things you do in developing women leaders and. You know, I know that you're a survivor of Lyme disease and you've done a, a lot, especially in the last few weeks that you have uh, been doing other podcasts in regards to Lyme disease. Let's just talk a little bit about, you know, your experience with Lyme disease and how that kind of really kind of, tr- you know, you've kind of seen it from a different perspective, like something good about it that's a- able to see how you could apply this now to what you do in the sales area and helping to develop sales leaders. Yeah, just a quick clarification. Uh, I am actually not a Lyme survivor. Oh, you're not? No, I had somebody in my life, somebody very close to me. Oh, I I thought it was you. My bad. Yeah, no. 
someone very close to me in my life who is a chronic Lyme survivor. Uh, Lyme disease is a tick-borne illness. We believe it's at the epidemic levels or some estimates that one out of every uh, six people may have the Lyme bacteria in their body. So basically what happens is uh, ticks reside on animals like deer or mice, and then they jump off of those animals and they transmit uh, bacteria into your body. So first thing I want to say, if you're uh, anyone out there, if you have kids and you're walking on trails and you're out in parks where there may be deer or mice, do what you can to prevent getting bitten by a tick. And there's plenty of ways to do that. The number one thing to uh, prevent Lyme disease is to not get bitten by a tick. But uh, no, I had somebody in my life who had Lyme disease. And uh, uh, I decided about two years ago, Chris, the summer of 2021, to understand more about this disease and how it affected this particular person. And I've come to learn that there are millions or some estimate that there's 20 million people who have uh, Lyme at the chronic stage. Well, Fred, first of all, I want to admire you for, you know, you know, somebody that took his time to dedicate, not even from a personal experience, but somebody that you personally knew that was dealing with it, which I even think is more incredible, you know, in terms of how you've immersed yourself into this particular area and really began to kind of see for what it is, but also see the, the positive in it. So, uh, yeah. So to share with us a little bit about what are some of the things that, you know, in this journey and what you were able to gather about it? And then, you know, and then obviously the evolution into how it played into seeing uh, the, you know, sales success. Yeah, I'll say three things. So uh, prior to wanting to learn more about the disease and how it affected people that you loved, uh, I really didn't know much. I know that this particular person had Lyme disease and, you know, that meant a couple of things. There were certain uh, you know, medicines or vitamins that they would take. And, you know, you wanted to stay out of stressful situations. And, you know, there was a doctor that this particular person would see. When I decided to dive deep into it, Chris, I realized I knew 5% of what there was to know. And I didn't know tons of things. I'll give you a couple of examples. When a tick bites you, you just don't get Lyme disease. There are 40 other diseases that a Lyme can transmit. They're known as co-infections. Second thing, and they all require their own particular um, treatment. Second thing I didn't know was that since there's no real cure for Lyme, chronic Lyme disease, that insurance doesn't cover it. So there's political implications. There are financial implications. There's no vaccine for Lyme disease. Um, there are very few doctors that are truly trained on Lyme disease. And it's an invisible, it's an invisible disease. So it doesn't really easily test. So a lot of times people who have the chronic Lyme disease are discarded. You know, it's like, well, gee, we can't test for it. So you probably don't even have what you think you have. As a matter of fact, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, doesn't even admit that there's something called chronic Lyme disease, which most Lyme survivors uh, say that they have. They say, if you have symptoms after a couple of weeks of antibiotic treatments, you have what's known as post-treatment Lyme disease syndrome. It's basically a scam. The third thing I learned is, um, well, there's, there's four things I'll say, but the third thing I learned is that people have had to come together to talk about treatment and support. So when I decided to learn more, I jumped up on Facebook, I hadn't done it before and typed in Lyme. Chris, like a thousand pages came up. Some wow. of them having tens of thousands of people and they're engaged in conversations like, 
I, uh, I'm having uh, blurred vision. Uh, has anyone experienced this? And if so, what have you done? And then a hundred people would reply or somebody would say, Hey, has anyone tried this particular supplement for treatment? And then a hundred people would reply. And here's the thing, having spent some time on these Facebook groups, uh, and they were very supportive too. They were like, a lot of people would say, Hey, reach out to me if you have any more questions, or I tried that supplement or that treatment and it worked, but here's some things you need to think about. So it came together and they had to, because doctors weren't able to treat and they had to find other ways. And the fourth thing, which leads to our conversation, the convergence of sales and Lyme disease, is what I began to learn is once people got to a certain place of remission, let's just say, where they've battled and uh, got to a place where they were in a good place, a lot of people gave back. And they gave back to the Lyme community. They created small 501c3s or they gave advice, or they created other communities. And I actually did, I I run the Sales Game Changers podcast. I did a show at the end of the summer of 2021, where I brought on three Lyme disease survivors who are business people. And we talked about getting past Lyme disease and then having a mission-driven life. And we talk about that in sales a lot, especially with the women in sales programs that uh, I know you do that we run at the Institute for Excellence in Sales. Yeah. You know, a big part of success is how are you, how committed are you to the mission of your customer? That opened up, uh, you know, skyrocketing fireworks for me. Wow. This is great, Fred. I mean, it's so many things. And, you know, a lot of times, like when you think about, like when you talk about like Lyme disease, you know, it could be like a bad thing, but a lot of times, sometimes there could be good things that can come about. You know, you've heard people saying that they've had cancer. And then in hindsight, they, they considered their cancer to be a blessing because it changed the course of their life or maybe perhaps let them down a, a career path that was always, you know, aligned with their purpose, but they were just in denial or didn't realize it at the conscious level. So, so some of these things that when you look at like this particular disease, what are some of the things like, you know, cause sales is a process. It's something that if we're going to master the art of sales, there are so many things we have to understand about people and what's really important to them. What are the challenges? What are the results they seek that don't have? And trying to find ways to connect with them emotionally. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on when when you've studied it with, with Lyme disease, that there's a lot of mixed emotions going on through that process because you're you're dealing with something, you're not sure how to what to do about it. And and you've tried certain things in it, maybe it's working, but not to the level you'd like it to. So it, it, it's definitely a lot of resilience there and a lot of trial and error and trusting the process, so to speak. So if you could share that perspective and, and how that correlates with sales. Yeah, I would say one quick thing, though. I think if you were to survey uh, 10 chronic Lyme disease survivors, uh, one would say they're grateful for the disease because it's what it's cost them, what it's helped them to understand. Um, it's a hard, I just want to communicate to your listeners, Chris, it's an insidious disease. Um, it's a horrible disease. It's called the great imitator because it shows up as other things. And what will happen is you get bitten by the tick. The bacteria is a spiral shaped bacteria called a spiral shed, and it'll get into your soft tissue. It'll get into your organs. Some cases it'll get, uh, into your brain, uh, and all the organs in your body. So it'll show up a lot of cases in the beginning. It might show up as arthritis 
because it mm. gets into your joints. So the diagnosis is, looks like you have arthritis. Arthritis. So then you get treated, but you don't have arthritis. It's a symptom of Lyme. So then you're going around for six months treating because you think you have arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, whatever, but then you have other symptoms. And then it's like, oh, well, we should treat that symptom. So you treat flu-like symptoms or brain fog, whatever it might be. But the reality is it's it's the Lyme disease caused by the tick, which requires a different type of treatment. Um, I'll, I'll give a little story on something that has that was also very interesting to me for your for your sales listeners. Again, I run what's called the Institute for Excellence in Sales, and uh, our mission is to help companies with large sales teams attract, retain, motivate, and elevate top tier sales talent. So, most of our partners, we call our customers partners. Our companies like Amazon, Hilton, Salesforce, they have large sales teams. And we do a lot of programs for their women in sales, uh, which is something that we're, we're really excited about. I'll give you a story which really opened up a lot of my eyes. You and I could have conversations for five hours about sales. I could reach out to sales VPs and let's talk about your sales journey, where you're going with your team, et cetera. Eventually, those kind of conversations get, I'm not going to say boring, but you know, if I'm talking to a VP of sales, you know, I probably know what problems he has, right? But then, uh, you know, um, yeah, there's certain things that we can help at the Institute. I'll give you an example. There was a guy who was a VP of sales. I'm based in Northern Virginia, right outside of Washington, D.C. And uh, we have a lot of large sales organizations here because of the government and the um, hospitality industry. I saw a VP of sales that I've been trying to get to become an IES, Institute for Excellence in Sales member for years. Right. And we've always had a conversation. Well, we'll see. Maybe this is the year. You know, he was lackluster about uh, becoming a partner of ours. About three months ago, I was at an event and I post on LinkedIn and Facebook, not infrequently about Lyme disease. I want to bring awareness to it. And of course, I wrote a book. So, yeah, I want people to buy and read the book. So this guy came over to me and I expected it was going to be a flyby, you know, a wave. How you doing? Good to see you. He comes over and he says, I want to talk to you about the Lyme disease. This is a VP of sales who manages 300 salespeople. And I'm like, um, yeah, we're, we're Facebook and LinkedIn friends. He goes, tell me about your Lyme story. Like, why did you write this book? And this is the first authentic, Chris, conversation I've had with the guy in probably close to 10 years. But we have a friendly relationship. And I told him the story, why I wrote the book, why I did it, et cetera. He said, well, I don't know if you know this, but my 32-year-old son uh, has Lyme disease. He was bitten three years ago. He hasn't left our house in three years. He can't work. Um, it's, he used to be an athlete. It's completely changed how he is. And we haven't found a solution. I knew exactly what he was talking about, Chris. It was probably one of the most authentic conversations I've had. Yeah. I've had, I've had a lot of them because of the disease, but in a sales ish setting, we talked for 50 minutes and it was, I wasn't asking him, tell me your pain, what are your challenges? It was like, I knew exactly what to ask and he knew how to answer. He knew what to ask me. And then at the 50th minute, he said, well, tell me more about what's going on with the, with the Institute. And I you know, gave him an update in Super Excellence in Sales. He said, yeah, maybe now's the time for, for us to come uh, invo involved with you. And then two months later, they became a partner. And, you know, I didn't have a marketing plan two years ago to write about Lyme disease to get sales, but it's led Chris to so many authentic conversations. And we've talked about you and I've talked about that. You know, you're yeah. a big emotional intelligence guy about, you know, how to be vulnerable and authentic with your Absolutely. prospects. And this paid off. 
And it wasn't, that's not why I wrote the book, but it was there and I've made it known. And that's what led to that. Well, I know we got a couple minutes to the break, uh, Fred, and I know you got more to share, but I mean, what, I mean, you think about it, you know, when you talk about connecting on a topic like Lyme, like, Hey, would that be something everyone? No, not exactly. But the reality is so many people have it and, and, and maybe they didn't know at the time, but now they do. And that is something that people can connect on. It, It shows they can be vulnerable. They can open up. They feel like, Hey, you can relate to them. So in many ways, it it really, you know, I can understand where it could lead into because of that connection on those values and sharing your experiences. Hey, now, 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 if we're looking at business here, now I can see how your sales institute could could help them, you know, in that particular area because that that you built that that strong connection on a personal level. I, I it's so so powerful. I know uh, we got uh, we got to go to break. Fred, but when we come back, you know you got more to share. So, listeners, we got more to come here with Fred Diamond. We're talking here about the convergence of Lyme disease and sales success. We'll be right back after the break. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us here, we're with Fred Diamond. We're talking about the convergence of Lyme disease and sales success. Yes, that is not a mistake. You heard that correctly. The convergence of Lyme disease and sales success. How can those two go together? Well, again, if you're just joining us, you're going to find out a lot more information here from Fred, but we encourage you to listen to the first segment of the show. That way you'll get even a better understanding of how this all comes together. So Fred, you really talked about, you know, you know, a little bit about the backstory, what got you, you know, into studying this particular area and how you began to kind of realize how this played into sales. 
what would you say, like, again, when people are dealing with, say, like Lyme disease or it could be anything and maybe, maybe it's something else. Would it be safe to say when we correlate that to sales, you know, maybe it's not always that we lead with, again, what our product and service can do or what, but we can lead with something that generally where we can connect with someone. In this case, how you were able to connect with so many people that were dealing with Lyme disease personally or knew somebody like yourself. And then all of a sudden that brought you full circle to wow, something now you could help them with your sales institute and Institute for Excellence in Sales, I mean, and how that led to more business. Can you talk a little bit about some things that people can perhaps do that might be in sales that be a better way to connect with yeah. others in in their segments? I'll give you two. I'll give you two examples. So uh, I wrote a book. I wrote two books last year. One is the Lime book, Love Hope Lime, with family members, partners, and friends who love a chronic Lyme survivor you need to know. I also published a book called Insights for Sales Game Changers, Lessons from the Most Important Sales Leaders on the Planet. And the sales book, I do a podcast also, Sales Game Changers podcast. And what we did is we we transcribe every episode. So we the way we approach the Insights for Sales Game Changers book is we thought of like 30 commonly uttered words on the podcast. And then we kind of did a global search uh, prospecting. Let's get great quotes where the word prospecting is mentioned. The number one word, Chris, that was uttered on our Sales Game Changers podcast, the first 450 episodes, begins with an E, empathy. Empathy. Empathy kept uh, time and time again, especially once the pandemic kicked in. That was the big word, right? So we had all these great examples. One of my uh, customers, senior VP of sales at a well-known software company. We became you know, friendly and he heard about the Lime book and he said, Hey, I want to get a copy. My niece uh, has Lime. Uh, and I said, okay, well, you know, here's how to get the book. I'm interested in your thoughts. And like a month later, he reached out to me and, you know, he said, Hey, the book has helped us become more empathetic to what my niece is going through. And he said, the whole family has read it. We now understand at a deeper level, what she's struggling with. So, you know, that's a keyword in sales is you got to remove yourself. It's not about you. It's about the other person, right? It's about your customer. It's about your partner. We struggle with that. We we're challenged with that, but we have to do that or else we're not going to be successful in sales. Mm -hmm. Customer doesn't need you. And if they don't think that you're really invested and that you understand where they are right now, because of empathy, then they're not going to participate. So that's one that hit me over the head pretty strongly. The second one is understanding, not just empathetically, but what your customer is really going through. So a large part of what we do at the Institute for Excellence in Sales is our Women in Sales program. And that was recommended to us by one of our VP of Sales customers eight years ago. The guy was running a sales organization of 100 people, half were men, half were women. And we were meeting to talk about how we could be of service to his organization. And he said, here's my biggest problem. He said, half my salespeople are men, half are women. The women perform eight to nine, Chris, eight to 9% better than the men. I know you do a lot of work with women's organizations. He said, but the problem is when we all get together, the men overtake the meetings and the women shut down. He says, it drives me nuts because the men just come flying in. And, and an example of that is he'll say, hey, we have a challenge with this customer, what do we do? And then the guys will say, boss, I have three ideas. 
boom, you know, and then they're thinking of number two and number three. I do that all the time. Men do that all the time. But the women are like, okay, let's think about the problem. How would I solve that problem? You know, and they're afraid to talk until they have their thoughts kind of formulated. And we've heard that from hugely successful women that they go through that process as well. So what diving deep into Lyme disease has helped me understand uh, and people who've read the book and have talked to me is really not just being authentic, but really truly understanding what a lack of a better word, a diverse audience is going through and really thinking about how can I be of service to them? How can I be of service? How can the IES, Institute for Excellence in Sales, not just how can we be of service to our VPs at large companies, but how can we be of service to women who are looking to grow their careers? And that the whole Lyme process I went through really helped me be uh, much more con- you know, considerate, concerned of how do we be of service? And I have an amazing uh, partner. Her name is Gina Stracuzzi, uh, and she runs the programs. And it's just helped us really understand how do we be more of service to them. Yeah. No, I loved I've, I've read what you just shared, and I, I, you know, the whole thing about empathy that you shared it earlier, it's it hits home because sometimes it's not necessarily what's most important to them in business. I mean, it is. Don't get me wrong. But that connection is something on a personal level. I mean, that's what's building that rapport. And like you said, if we haven't gotten to that that report, the level of rapport to gain their trust, all of, they're just not in a place where they're gonna like be able to see, you know, again where you are and how your how your product or service could help them on on a business front because that that rapport has not been built. And empathy is something that definitely plays a role in there. And I can I could definitely see that because I've I've seen that quite a bit myself during during these uh these last three years with covid no doubt about it well you know it's, it's interesting i mean most most sales you and i have addressed probably every sales challenge at this point you know whatever <clears throat> whatever it might be and then of course you know the pandemic threw a whole bunch of more monkey wrenches into it that we had to figure out you know how do we sell virtually you know when we want most salespeople want to be with the customer you know i'm not going to say if they're extroverts or introverts doesn't really matter but they want to engage the moment you get into the conference room or the office of a customer, so many more things can happen. And a lot of people have struggled with, with the, uh, the web types of communications. So we have to figure out how do we do that? And then we have to also figure out how do we as employers show that we care to our diverse groups of people as well as a big challenge. And the biggest challenge over the last couple of years, Chris, is not how do I sell to you, but how do I sell to you because of what's happened to you and your customers? And what's happened to your customer and your customer's customer? So there's a whole down chain of concerns that are new. Used to be, it used to be, okay, how do I communicate and sell better to a customer? It's all about that. How do I build my skills? How do I think of the right questions? How do I prepare? And now we have to be really smart. The most successful salespeople we're dealing with, they are thinking about <clears throat> not just what does the customer need, but what does the customer need? Because how their entire customer chain has has changed. But one last thing on the Lyme disease, um, it's enriched my conversations. As salespeople, we want to have conversations with people, and we want to have authentic conversations. And you know, I have people people reaching out to me five, seven times a day. People introducing me. Someone just called before we recorded this podcast in June. Someone reached out and said. Uh, do you know someone who's in one of the networks that I'm involved with 
I just found out that she has Lyme disease. So can I make an introduction? I get that, Chris, like all the time. And I don't say to myself, okay, I'm going to spend 22 minutes talking about Lyme. And then at the 22 minute point, I'm going to shift it, you know, to sales. But how am I helping them? And the Lyme has given me a way to significantly help people. And sales is about services, you know, it's about helping people. And that's that's really been um you know, it's, it's really been something that's uh, surprised me and opened up my eyes. No, absolutely. It is. And, and I mean, it, it's so, so true. It's, it's, it's ongoing a process and how the value that we give and, and so on. Fred, what would be some of the things that you could, you know, drawing back where you started this segment, talking about empathy, you know, I mean, we all have that capability of developing our empathy or improving on that empathy you know, it doesn't always have to be that we have to connect on Lyme disease, but the whole premise, that's what you've been experienced. That's why you're able to share that and that correlation with your experience in increasing sales. Talk about what are some ways that, that you've seen that people can develop their level of empathy, starting with, again, personally on something like Lyme disease, or it could be something else. And then how that now like correlates into sales. You know, when people ask me, uh, what is my advice on how to have a successful sales career? I always say, be an expert in an industry. You know, the guys who live in the ladies and gentlemen who live in the really nice houses in your town have sold something to an audience, like be the person who sells screws to GM. You know what I'm saying? You know, but really you're, you're only going to get to that point by really understanding the automobile industry. And I said, you know, I live in Washington, DC. And there's a couple of really, really expensive, nice areas. And besides the lobbyists and the lawyers, you know, the people who live in those houses are the guy who sells Dell computers to the Navy, right? And the guy who sells system solutions to Air Force, whatever it might be. Really, truly understand the industry and where it's going and what the challenges are, what the challenges are that have been led by COVID and by the pandemic what your industry is looking to do to get out of those challenges. Because the customers, they're not interested in talking to you at first about your products or solutions. They really aren't. They're interested in seeing that you understand the challenges that they're going through on a day-to-day basis. So you got to get good at sales. You got to get great at answering questions or asking questions. You got to prepare. You know, But the top lesson is you need to be an expert. You need to know. And you know what, Chris, not from a BS perspective. Well, gee, I just read an article five minutes ago on how budgets are decreasing across the government. How do you feel about that? You know, that's that's not authentic to the customer. That's not going to add any value. But having studied it for a year or two, saying something like, you know, gee, I, I noticed that the trends are to, um, you know, uh, lessening the workforce. You know, how do you think that's going to lead to productivity? I mean, general, genuine type questions that show that you care about what they care about. And here's the thing. All of our customers, they care about what they're going through, right? That is first and foremost. How am I going to solve the problems of my company and solving problems for our customers? And if you're talking to them about something that's not valid to that, you're of zero value to them. So uh, long answer to a short question, but understand intimately what your customer is going through and then become a sales professional. You know, understand the ticks, the tricks and the tips and how to communicate and how to present and how to present over Zoom because that ain't going away and how to get in touch with customers 
uh, when it's more challenged because of security getting into buildings. And, you know, it used to be, Chris, you and I know this, like sales used to be, ah, Bill, I noticed you're a fisherman. What what do you think about uh, bass fishing this time of year? They're not interested in that right now. They're interested in how you can help me solve these problems that have become uh, problems because of the last couple of years. No, that's so true. And, and, and it, and it, and it really makes sense because when it comes down to it, you know, Hey, I have a problem. It could be personal. It can be in business or my industry. And, you know, and then you're, you're sharing some insights to the results that they don't currently have that they're seeking. And like you said before, with that Lyme disease, Hey, when you found somebody that could either that overcame Lyme disease or has found a way to really manage it so well that, that they really are not that they're completely symptom free, but they're but they're living you know in in a you know in a much better way than they envisioned with it, and those are things that's again solving a problem to create a solution. And I love I love the fact how you talked about that, and then doing it from a place of empathy is is so key. And and, and what would you say, Fred? You know, when you look at the you know the the communication here, is it through sharing versus telling more? Is it asking more questions? If you could share some insights there on that connection process with that, with what we are talking about. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as, as we're talking here, uh, hopefully I presume most of your audience are sales professionals. Well, they so, are either, if they're not title wise, they are because they're business owners and they make decisions. Yes. So, so we got to bring in revenue. Let's not lose sight of that. You know, it's uh, we could talk about empathy and, and all those things and emotional intelligence, et cetera. But the people listening, your job is to bring in revenue for your company. Right. So, um, yeah, asking the right questions, but but not ignorant questions like, well, gee, tell me about your pain or, you know, gee, well, tell me about, you know, the three biggest challenges. They don't have time for that. You need to know those things. So, you know, one of the things that we learned a lot, Chris, during the pandemic is the concept of being a sales professional, right? You know, a, when it was the beginning of the pandemic and obviously nothing was happening, you know, if you're a professional golfer, you're out there working on the putting greens and you're out there driving and chipping. Sales professionals should have been working on studying their industry, right? And understanding intimately their products and intimately understanding where their products connected with other partners' products and those kinds of things. Think of yourself as a professional, even if you're a business owner who doesn't necessarily think of yourself as a salesperson, put the notion that you're a professional. What does a professional do? If you're on a Zoom call, a professional doesn't get on two minutes after the call starts, right? The professional gets on one minute before the call starts. His mic is ready, his earplugs, whatever it might be. The, the dog is gone. You know, the whole notion of the dog's barking, that ain't, that's gone. You know, the cat walking across the screen, that's gone. But even understanding what the mission of the business, of the quest, of the, of the appointment is, you know, professionals do those kinds of things, preparing you know, the notion of being ready. And again, it's not thinking about it a minute before. It's having your bullet points in order, which also shows respect to the customer as well. You know, that's one of the yeah. key things I tell people. Sales professional. What does it mean to be a professional? Yeah. No, it's, it's I love that. And like you said, to be a professional is not something we do once in a while. It's something that we got to show up and dedicate time to do every day in terms of you know how we prepare and how we we build upon what we learn to really become that trusted advisor like that you were talking about, Fred. It, it's so so important. 
I know we got to go to break here, uh, but we got more to come with Fred Diamond. We're talking about the conversions of Lyme disease and sales success. Again, we highly encourage those that joined us here in the second segment to listen to this show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel. We'll be right back, everybody, but we got more to come with Fred Diamond. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Today's show, again, is being brought to you by Alumni Direct, a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types. Again, this is a membership program, thus taking all the noise out of social media and offering a wide array of different services and opportunities that you would not find normally to the general public or to the business owner. Feel free to check out uh, alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. And again, definitely worth visiting, especially if you are a graduate, no matter what university you come from, there's an opportunity to meet someone that you haven't talked to in a while or meet somebody new for the first time. Again, check them out at alumnidirect.com, alumnidirect.com. So Fred, you had shared some some really great information here, uh, you know, talking about merging, you know, the experiences with Lyme disease and sales success and the art of empathy and really developing that and so on and what it takes to be a true sales professional. What could be some other things that you can share when we, when we're talking about this particular topic that are really going to, you know, position a sales professional, you know, to be even more compelling than say their, their colleague or, you know, someone that could be in their industry. What would, what would that be? Or it could be a multitude of things. Yeah, I would say two things come to mind. You know, there's a a meme that's gone around, which is you don't know what other people are going through 
So, so be kind. Right. And it, it sounds like kind of a simple thing, but um, you have no idea. I mean, uh, I had no idea what this particular person in my life was really going through with this disease. Um, Cause it's an invisible disease as well. So it, you know, you, you say to people, well, you look healthy. Well, you know, it doesn't, most people, unless you're in a wheelchair, you, you seem healthy enough. So, you know, we really need to understand that everybody on the planet, man, is going through stuff. You know, I'm, uh, I'm at the age now where my parents are getting older as well. So I just had a conversation this morning with a colleague who has older parents that she's beginning to care for a little bit more. So everybody is going through something. Uh, be aware of that and, you know, just be just be nice, right? The second thing too is um, a lot of people are, are struggling, you know, not just that a person has something that we don't see, but when I learned that there are like 20 million people on the planet that has have this, that have this disease, you know, I knew one person who was going through this and, you know, I just thought, okay, well, make sure there's, we're out of stressful situations. Uh, when I got to learn about it and I learned that there are millions and tens of thousands of people on Facebook seeking answers from others and people on Instagram and people on Twitter and people on Reddit asking questions I've seen time and time again, right? So people are struggling, people are looking for answers. And I think one of the unique things about sales professionals, Chris, is that we provide answers. You know, we're of service, we're professionals, but we provide answers for our customers. And um, I'll give you one of the insights that I got on my Sales Game Changers podcast. I had uh, a couple of CIOs uh, on my show once. This was probably about a year and a half ago. And I said, what do you want from salespeople? And a CIO of a well-known company said, help me understand how to navigate your company's systems. They didn't say how to deal with regulations. And they said, help me understand how to work with your company better. You know, And uh, yeah, we're talking about like the, how do you deal with a Microsoft or an Oracle or an Apple computer or Hilton, whatever it might be, you know, you have to understand how do we get supported? How do we get serviced? You know, how do we make requests? You know, you think that they're kind of easy to understand, but customers don't understand all your systems and customers don't understand all your processes. You know, I worked at Apple computer for a long time and we used to have this expression, Miette de Bois, M-I-E-T-D-B-W-A, make it easy to do business with Apple. And I just thought, yep, yeah, we're going to make it easy to do business. Didn't even occur to me until 20 years later that customers struggle. One of the struggles is I, I need to get support. Help, you know, I don't want to call my sales guy from the beach on Saturday. Help me understand how do I get support today. And of course, the whole support structure has changed. But understand how do you make it easier for your customers to do business? How do they? What questions may they have of you? And the great salespeople, Chris, the premier salespeople, the elite salespeople. They've already processed that. They know that here's 20 questions my customers may have. I already have the answers. Some people in corporate might have helped, but I've taken it upon myself to have answers that I can give to my customers before they ask of them. Yeah. Wow. I love that. That was really great, great share that you shared there. <laughs> and again, we uh, highly encourage everyone listening that you know that you hopefully you're taking notes or again listen to the show. It's in its entirety here later. Just a lot of value and nuggets that uh, Fred is sharing here. Any of the things that you can share, Fred, you know, from, again, your experience, you know, you, you know, because since you've immersed yourself into this area of Lyme disease, something that really touched you on a personal level, 
what would you recommend that again that personal level like again that where it, that empathy is drawn from other kind of like maybe insights that could help a sales professional tap into that you know maybe it maybe you know of course it could be empathy but it could be kindness it could be but maybe something along that plays into that that they could really use to really develop you know better relationships and ability to help uh you know, present ideas to, to help solve challenges for their their industry and prospects. Yeah. Now, you and I, we met each other on LinkedIn, right? Here's my recommendation. Uh, you know, you and I are salespeople. We're marketers as well. And um, I was never shy about being on LinkedIn. And I like Facebook too. I was never shy about posting pictures and whatever on Facebook. And when I started to understand what was going on in this world of Lyme, um, I wrote two books, like I mentioned, and you've been very kind to mention them. I wrote a book on Lyme and a book on sales. Uh, every I do a post every morning on LinkedIn, like you. Every fifth post is on Lyme disease, either a fact, a figure, uh, a film that's out, um, somebody reading my book, whatever it might be. Uh, and I would post on that. And, you know, there's a degree of vulnerability with doing that. But I said, you know what? This is a part of me. And this is something I want people to understand, not really about me. I really want people to understand what the disease is if they have people in their life that are struggling with Lyme or another chronic illness like MS or, you know, uh, Morgellons, whatever it might be. There's like dozens, if not hundreds of these types of diseases. And people have reached out and said, I don't have Lyme, but I have a chronic illness. And your book has, has helped me with that. So don't be afraid, salespeople, to... Put yourself out there, right? I'd be careful politically, and I'd be careful, you know, maybe religiously or something. And you don't want to put on stupid things, but and you want to be, you know, present yourself how you want to present, but don't be afraid. You know, show who you are in this and what you want to be communicating. You know, I mean, uh, I like to drink lemonade. I'm not going to post something about why I love to drink lemonade, right? <laughs> but and the same thing, but at the same time. I post on Facebook every day about Lyme disease and it's, it led to that meeting I mentioned before. Yeah. The VP of sales that I've been talking to for 10 years, Chris, for 10 years, he was on my pipeline and now he has crossed over from pipeline to customer. And it wouldn't have happened if I didn't publish all this stuff because he took notice of it and yeah. other people will take notice of things that are important to you. If it's a disease or a cause and don't be afraid and, and post frequently. You know, because more people, new people are going to come in uh, to the world. Someone reached out to me last week, a woman I've known for 20 years. And she said, hey, congratulations on your book. I just found out about it last week. And this is someone who I know sees me on Facebook and we're on and LinkedIn together. And I said, oh, you just found out? She goes, yeah, I just, someone shared your, your post or something. And I was like, oh, okay, good. People want to help. If they know that you're committed to something, right? They want to help you get the message across. You know, it's kind of tough to get people to share your business things because they have to pick and choose, you know, what they represent. But if you're passionate about someone in your life who has cancer or someone in your life who has Lyme or someone in your life who has um, like leukemia or whatever, you know, the March of Dimes or Red Cross, whatever it might be, people want to be supportive if they believe that you're doing it from a genuine place. So salespeople, Use LinkedIn for that. Don't be shy. Use Facebook. You know, I'm not really a huge Twitter guy, but you could use Twitter or Instagram and people will see you for who you really want to be seen as. 
And that's going to take you to another place. Yeah, no, that's so true. And like what you said, you know, Brett, again, reinforces the importance of values of who you are. You know, maybe there's a certain cause you believe in, you know, it could be a charity and something, again, addressing a a health condition. In this case, you talked about Lyme disease. It could be heart disease, lung disease. There's going to be somebody out there that's going to identify with that, whether if it touched them personally or maybe a parent or a sibling or somebody important in their life. And that's the thing, the very thing that can draw that connection. In your case, how you took somebody from that, you know, building rapport around that topic, they became now they became a prospect eventually, and now they're they're a customer. And it's so, so true. And usually when people connect on shared values, what are they likely to do when they have a great experience? They're going to refer somebody similar. And yeah, you know what, you know, as you're mentioning that, you know, again, I'm I'm grateful that this particular VP of sales, that we had that conversation. I'm really sorry that his child's going through this. It's horrible. Yeah. And you, you imagine like a 30-year-old child who can't work anymore that used to be an athlete and all the stuff that Lyme does, it affects your brain potentially. It affects your, you might be in a wheelchair. It, you, you have so much anxiety that comes from it because you're trying this and that works for a day. But then the next day you have a problem in another part of your body and then you have brain fog and you have depression and things like that. It's, it's really a difficult place to be. Um, but yeah, it's just be, be comfortable, you know, in, in showing who you are. I saw a meme the other day too, where, you know, when we were, this is maybe more of a girl thing than a guy thing, but you know, you kept a diary and you had it locked and you had it hidden in your room so that your brother wouldn't crack it open and reading it, you know, and you got mad if somebody found your diary and opened it up. Now we tell the world everything and we get mad if no one comments on it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's interesting how that's flipped, but at the same time, you know, people really do want to connect especially yeah. now with us working from home and not going to the office every day and customers not that interested in seeing us in their office because of all the the reasons we're familiar with. So connection is so critical and, you know, don't be shy to put yourself out there, be smart about it. You know, I mean, be conscious of what you're doing, but at the same time, I recommend to the salespeople, you know, show more of who you are. Uh, And, and that's an important thing. No, I, so, so true. Uh, You just gave some really great information here, Fred, and I can't thank you enough for doing this. Anything before before we move in, before I'd like to let people know more about you and how to contact you and where they can get their hands, any closing statements or uh, something you'd like to sum everything up, what you shared with us here with the listeners today and those that will be listening later? Yeah. One thing that's kind of, I'll talk about, you know, you and I on being on LinkedIn, we see a lot of quotes and we look motivational quotes. Prior to my discovering that I needed to become an expert in this particular disease for the reasons I explained before. My go-to quote was the Henry Ford quote, if you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. You know, and I would frequently, when during a LinkedIn conversation, I would throw that in there. If you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. When I started to understand how this disease was affecting millions of people around the world and all the repercussions and challenges, my quote, my go-to quote now is an Einstein quote, Chris. Only a life lived in the service to others is a life worth living. And I know you've seen me post that because I've posted that not infrequently. It's an Einstein quote. And uh, it's really shifted um, me and how I view you know, my purpose here you know, for the next 20 years, one year, five years, however long it's going to be. 
you know, and sale, it's a very important, I believe, way to live if you're a salesperson. You know, if you're living today with, how am I going to sell this to the customer? The customer doesn't need you. They're going to get behind, they're going to get beyond that. But if you're all about how am I serving my customers and how do I be a sales professional because I need to transact business the right way, if you combine those two things, you should be in line for success. Absolutely. Brad, thank you so much. We got about just less than two minutes left in the show. How can people get in contact with you? Anything that you'd like to share with them? And and then how can they order the two copies of the book? Yeah, before I do that, I just want to acknowledge you. Again, you and I have known each other via LinkedIn. We've had some conversations. We have some uh, customers in common. But you know, I just want to acknowledge you for what you do out there. You know, your communications about emotional intelligence and your communications about how to be a better professional and how to be a better employee and how to work best with your customers, which is one of the reasons why, you know, you and I connected and we're doing this show. And, and I've seen, you know, people acknowledging you. So I just want to acknowledge you for the excellent work that you bring to your customers. Oh, thank you so much, Fred. And we want to acknowledge you. So (laughs) please let people know how they can contact and we encourage everyone to reach out to Fred Diamond. Yeah, my books are available on Amazon, either in Kindle or print. Uh, just go to Amazon and just search search Fred Diamond. Uh, you can go to freddiamond.com to find more information. I also just started, Chris, a Lime podcast called the Love Hope Lime podcast. We just did a soft, well, we actually it's out there now and it's available. I post a show every two weeks, short 15 minute show on what people need to know. But reach out to me via LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm always on LinkedIn and Facebook are always open. Uh, so just find me on either of those two and we'd love to get the conversation started and let me know that you met me on Chris's podcast. Thank you so much, Fred. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. We greatly appreciate you. I appreciate you and your, I appreciate all your listeners. Thank you. <laughs> and listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success again, now on the Voice America Business Channel. Again, you can listen to many of our great guests like Fred that have been on each and every week to take your business and personal success to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week. 